Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we're trying to find some balance in this world full of extremes. All right, so let's get into the episode. So today I'm going to be doing, uh, first I'll give a little health update of my own. I'm going to touch on a recent uh, Taylor Strecker show uh, with Dr. Wider real quick and bring up a topic that they brought up uh, regarding <clears throat> anti-eating to slow down your aging. And then I'm going to end it with a really good review of a recent, uh, actually it was an older DST episode, Diet Starts Tomorrow. So first, let me just get into my own little personal health update. So I'm down about 10 or 11 pounds from the holidays. And so I'm, I'm losing about a half a pound a week, I'd say, uh, which is which is fine for me. I mean, you know, every two weeks, if I see the number go down again, I'm like, I'm happy about that. I know some of you are probably anti-scale. I personally do like to get on the scale. Uh, I don't usually do it every day because I know that my body does fluctuate quite a bit from day to day. Um, but I do like to get on. I mean, I like to get on. Sometimes I, I get on every day, but you know, when I'm, when I'm, you know, being healthy about it, uh, I try to get on like every, every week or every two weeks. And, and that's really what I'm looking for is that, you know, that change every couple of weeks. I'm not looking for super fast. Um, you know, this is a lifestyle and I am enjoying getting back into this healthier lifestyle. Uh, and so, you know, with that, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm back in the, in the phase where I'm, you know, having some really delicious indulgent things on the weekends and you, the weekend usually starts Thursday. I mean, let's, you know, let's be honest, kind of like having a couple cocktails sometimes happens, starts on a Thursday. Uh, so does like the indulgent tendency to eat. Uh, and you know, I do find that I want to be pretty structured and, not indulgent on like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so last night I was just, I was so hungry. I was like, I was like the hungry horrors is what I call them. I just, I can't get enough. I'm hungry all day. Even, even after I just eat something, I'm, I'm still hungry. It's like this bottomless pit. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm getting my period, but I just have these times where it's just like nothing satisfies me. And I, I, ma I managed to stay, and I, I did eat, one thing that did help was I ate a lot of salmon with this like pesto type sauce that I'd made. And having a lot of good fats, you know, does help to keep you full. But uh, I still wanted to go out and like, I, there's this pound cake, this iced pound cake at Sprouts that is so good. It's like this marbled pound cake. And I wanted to go buy one and I wanted to eat the entire thing. And I was like, and I, I was determined not to let myself. And, uh, you know, my boyfriend ended up making a pizza. He bought all these California CPK frozen pizzas. I'm like, why did you buy these at the beginning of the week? Like, this, these aren't dinners. You know, these are like Sunday treat meals, you know, just like that's my pizza on the weekends. I don't want it during the week. But of course, he's making this pizza. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have a slice. I love CPK pizza. It's like, it's the best frozen pizza ever. Um, and I didn't even like this kind that he got. It was like some chicken with this like white. It was, it was honestly not that good. I still ate like three small pieces of it. But, um, and then I wanted to go get the pound cake again. And I'm like, oh, well, I just had pizza. But I was like, no, Veronica, don't do it. Don't. I mean, I literally had to like talk myself down. And I know that some of you out there that are intuitive eaters are like, go have the damn cake if you want the cake. But I know myself. And what happens is I start doing it every single day. And then it I start, I form a really bad habit. Now, that's not to say that I didn't have something sweet. I mean, I needed something sweet. And I had this frozen, um, I like, I like most things frozen. And I had this frozen chocolate bar, this like dark chocolate with orange, like I had this, like these flecks of orange in it, like orange rind or something. I don't know. It's, I typically would not eat that. Like that's not something that if I was browsing the aisles of 
uh, a grocery store. I would not pick that item. I had won it at this event that I had gone to. And, you know, I wasn't going to throw away dark chocolate, but I was also, when I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to eat this. But guess what? Last night I ate it. And I will say it did, it was crunchy because it was frozen. It was chocolatey. It was rich. It was a good quality chocolate. Um, and it was dark chocolate, so it was rich and satisfying. And honestly, it did it did satisfy me. I was able to go to bed and be okay last night um, and not, you know, I wasn't depressed because I didn't have my pound cake. But, you know, this brings up this, this Instagram video that I just watched. Uh, and there's this woman, she's a dietitian, and she's like, you know, go eat the brown, go eat the, what was it, cookies or brownies? Like, you know, people think if you eat the brownies, you're going to eat them all day, every day. And that's all you're going to want to do. And, you know, she's talking like the extreme where that's like all you'd eat, I think, like for an entire day. But the reality is that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about going out and getting a container of cookies. And if I have those in the house, I'll eat them instead of dinner. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what I'll do. So I understand what she's saying. It's like, don't restrict because then you'll binge or you'll, you know, it's, it's trying to make no foods bad. But I also think it's really important that you know yourself and, and know how you create habits. And I create habits, bad habits very quickly, especially when it comes to indulgent eating. And, and, you know, I've been really consistent and I do allow myself to have indulgent things on the weekend. So I just want a couple days where I'm just a little bit non-indulgent. That's, that's, that's what's working for me. So anyway, moving on, uh, I wanted to bring up too, if anybody follows me on Instagram, and I did just get a lovely message the other day from one of my listeners. So thank you, girl. She's my, one of my UK listeners. Um, and if, for those of you that do follow me, and please follow me at the Diet Obsessed Podcast on Instagram, uh, you'll see I was bringing in this protein shake to my boyfriend. And my boyfriend does not like this protein shake. He hates it. It's my protein shake, but it's also like this superfood shake that I make most mornings. Hold on. I need a drink of water. And this shake, it's really healthy. I, I've talked about it multiple times. I've posted about it on my Instagram. It makes me feel really good. It's 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 spinach, it's green tea, it's blueberries, it's raspberries, it's strawberries, it's avocado, it's acai, it's all these chia seeds, it's CBD oil, it's all these good healthy things. I mean, especially the CBD oil. I mean, that's a true neuroprotectant. Um, so is acai. All these superfoods are just good. Not only are they healthy for you, and not only are they whole foods, but they're 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 neuroprotection. And also anti-aging. Now, my boyfriend doesn't care about anti-aging. I care about anti-aging. Um, but I also I also am concerned with preventing cognitive decline. Because I work in my other job, I work with a lot of dementia patients. And trust me, you don't want that disease. And a lot of pharmaceuticals that we take today and a lot of the ways that we're eating and a lot of the toxins that get into our bodies, you know, my personal opinion is that's some of what's leading to this cognitive decline and some of the processed foods and chemicals that we're putting into our body through our through our food. So I'm I am really big on nutrition and how you can eat as medicine, like food truly can be your medicine. Uh and so, you know, my boyfriend does not like the shake, but I really do, you know, you'll see in this video if you go to my Instagram that I'm like, here's your neuroprotection for the day. Um and and Dr. Wider, so on the Taylor Strecker show uh, on Patreon, that's one of the shows that you may have heard me review in the past. I'm obsessed with it. But um, Dr. Wider is a guest host that she has on there. And Dr. Wider was talking about the way people age. And, you know, genetically, there's some people that will just genetically age faster than others. There's some people that, you know, will get a disease that makes them age faster. And then there's there's what we choose to consume. There's what we choose to drink. There's, you know, of course, environmental and sun damage. And all of that leads to aging more rapidly or not aging as rapidly. And so, you know, when I drink this shake, 
I do it for multiple reasons. I do it because it gets me off to a really healthy start in the morning. It fills me up. It's good, nutritious, whole foods. But I also do it for anti-aging, and I also do it to prevent cognitive decline. So I do it for all of those reasons, and now I'm sharing that with my mans. So, um, So anyway, so hopefully he continues to drink it, which I think he will, as long as I don't give him too much. So anyway, just wanted to bring that up. Uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to do another Taylor Strucker show pod, uh, review again soon. I know she's talking about getting back on her healthy kick after traveling to Los Angeles and, you know, indulging herself with all of her friends and going out a lot and drinking a lot. I'm actually going to be traveling, uh, next week. And I'm also going to Los Angeles. Now I'm driving there because I live in Arizona, but I, I'm like Taylor. I, I tend to, I tend to not like to eat healthy when I'm traveling because, well, let me, let me rephrase that. It's not that I don't like to, it's that I feel that I need to comfort myself with food while I'm traveling. And I'm, I'm a homebody. I like to be in my home. I love my home. I've always been a homebody. And when I have to stay with, with other people, when I have to, and, and I'm not, I'm staying with friends. It's not like I'm like this big imposition, but I do feel like I'm imposing. I, you know, I'm not in my, in my kitchen. I can't make my shakes. I can't make my food. You know, I, I, I'm a messy person in general. And so like, I swear to God, I touch something, it explodes. It's like, and and so, you know, just, just trying to clean up after myself and not leave a mess in people's homes. And, you know, it's just very anxiety provoking. So I already like plan my workouts and plan this gym that I can shower at that's super, super clean. And I have a bunch of meetings planned, so I'll be out most of the day. And anyway, I'm just, but I'm, I'm curious how my food choices will be. I am going to try to choose well but no promises because I'm going to need some comfort. <laughs> you know, I usually stop at Popeye's on the way. I have this like Popeye's that's like halfway between California and Arizona. And I usually get the uh, these like Cajun shrimp. They're so good. It's like my little treat when I'm driving. I'm listening to my podcast. I'm driving and I like my Popeye's. Anyway, we'll see if I stop for my Popeye's. I'll, I'll, I'll update you. So anyway, so let's move on to the Diet Starts Tomorrow review. Now, this one is going all the way back to October 31st, and I have been wanting to review this specific episode of DST for a long time. Uh, I did have to get the subscription where you pay to listen, um, but I always knew that like I would do that eventually and I'd be able to go back and listen to this episode. And so now that I subscribed, I got to finally go back. And one of the reasons I was excited about this is the topic was Jared and Sammy get vulnerable about parents and food issues. And, you know, if you've listened to my introduction, you know that like part of my obsession of food, nutrition, diet culture comes from my own family's, you know, health issues and the eating habits that I learned as a child and I've picked up from my dad and my mom. And so, and and Jared and Sammy from listening to them for so long, I know that their parents are fascinating people and definitely I was really curious to hear their perspective on their parents. And um, so let's get into it. So, so Sammy first started out and she asked, you know, what was the earliest awareness uh, that, that, you know, she wanted to talk about like, what's the earliest awareness that our bodies were not, you know, our bodies were not the social hierarchy of bodies. And I think what she meant by that is like their, you know, the ideal societal body structure that people emulate and that's held up on social media, blah, blah, blah. And so Jared talked about, you know, Sammy, Sammy asked really good questions. Jared seemed to have his own agenda on this podcast, to be honest. It was like he wasn't really answering her questions. He wanted to share, you know, that he had just stayed with his family and that they, you know, he was staying in Boca with them. <clears throat> and, you know, he's 36 years old. You know, and, and now, you know, he's like, okay, so now I have perspective. It's like when you're a kid and you're stuck in your, your parents' home, it's like you're, you're in it. You don't really, you can't reflect. You can't understand really like what's happening. You're just like dealing with it. But now, you know, now that you're older, 
you have seen the world, you know what's what's appropriate, you know what's not, you know, you want to have different boundaries maybe at this point in your life, but suddenly you're like back home with your family who doesn't necessarily understand boundaries and has treated you a certain way all your life and kind of reverts back to that as well. Um, and so his, he was sharing this hilarious story about how one day as he walked in and his mom was like, you look so skinny, you know, and, and Jared's Jewish. So, you know, it's like the Jewish mom, you know, and, and Italians are very similar. There's always a comment on your weight a lot of times or, you know, just just encourage. Well, my family encouraged eating. Uh, it sounds like Jared's doesn't. So, um, you know, his mom's like, you look so skinny. And his dad's like, well, he's wearing all black. And Jared's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, a nice compliment from his mom. And then his dad, like, brings him right back down. And, you know, and and basically the way his dad described is, is he didn't want his head to explode, that he has a ways to go. So, again, I was really hoping that his that Jared would like analyze his dad and analyze where that comes from and analyze his dad's weight and what his dad's eating habits are like. I really, if I could interview Jared, Jared, if you're out there and you're listening, someday I want to interview you and I will ask these questions because I want to understand where you truly come from, from your dad. Because it sounds like his dad is the, the, the person that, you know, digs at him the most and kind of gets under his skin a little bit. And and also my, you know, it was funny because as Jared's telling the story, you, you really feel like he's upset with his parents. And, and I was curious because some families have this dynamic where they give, give each other shit all the time. And that's, that was our dynamic in my family. Like, well, at least from my dad's side, my dad was like a wicked shit giver, like constantly joking, constantly sarcastic, always like, and, and I'm like that. Like if I don't, if I like you, I'm giving you shit. You know, I joke around a lot with my friends. I'm I'm naturally very sarcastic. Uh, and that works well in my relationship now. That did not work well in my past relationship, to be honest. Uh, you know, some people can tolerate that joking and that jabbing and, and you know, and, and get it. Uh, and some people can't. You know, like Taylor Strucker, the, again, the podcast I always listen to, she does not like when people, like, joke with her or, like, you know, jibe her, jibe her a little bit or, like, you know, kind of um, give her a hard time a little bit. And there's hosts that she has on that are the, those people, like Darren Karp and some of these other people. Like, she probably wouldn't like me because I typically am like that with my friends. Like, I like to give them a little shit. But anyway, some people are like that and some people aren't. I was wondering if Jared actually liked the banter with his family and because he didn't the way he was describing it, it didn't sound like he did, um, you know, because his mom's like, you know, he's sensitive. You know, she she yells that at the dad. And then Jared's like, well, why? Why am I now having to deal with being too sensitive? Like, why is just that comment not made about me, you know, it's like, so now I go from getting a compliment to being brought down and dealing with a sensitive comment as if I'm somehow in the wrong for being sensitive. And he's like, how do I go from having a great day at the beach and walking in to dealing with all of these emotions? And I mean, this is like very much like a Jewish family. And I, you know, I'm 12% Jewish. So I do have, you know, some of this dynamic in my family. Um, and I mean, I, I like it. I, I like the the constant family, you know, just giving each other some, you know, goading each other. I just, I like that. Uh, and it is a very Jewish thing to do, you know, and Sammy and Jared are both Jewish. And so they, they, they have a lot of commonalities uh, that they, and they understand each other very well because they do come from a similar background. Um, but he... You know, he's like, he's, he's he, what he's trying to do is analyze, like, why family dynamics like this exist and, like, why families have the propensity to speak like this to each other. And he's like, you know, fa families are just comfortable around each other. So they just say whatever they want and they don't really think about how it, it makes you feel. You know, like, I'll never forget my sister. My sister is very artistic and she had 
she had like painted this beautiful picture for my dad one year. This is when we were young. I'll never forget it because he like started making fun of the tail because the tail was just a little bit too long. And she was like, she was so hurt. He, he, I don't think, you know, I don't think he knows how much he hurt her because he was just like kidding around about it. But like it, it like really got her to the core. Um, my mom's not, not my mom is super super sensitive like she, my mom would never do this my mom is like the exact opposite of of how my dad was um but anyway so he's basically saying this is like a minefield you know it's like tiptoeing around the emotion it's like you know the 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 dodges you have to make to to avoid getting these you know mines you know, these these like bombs thrown at you kind of and you know Sammy was was trying to be like well but does, doesn't this make you realize like, oh, okay, like now I know why I'm like this. Like this is what I was raised with. So this is why I'm, you know, crazy about food and crazy about my body and crazy about diet culture and all this stuff, you know, because this is what you come from, you know. And, <clears throat> you know, and Jared went, you know, from dealing to reflecting, trying to get from meal to meal, <clears throat> Sammy, you know, Sammy, Sammy has, you can really tell at this, in this interview and throughout this interview, excuse me, that Sammy's done so much work on herself and that she is in just a a much healthier headspace than, than Jared is, you know, Jared like pops onto the show and I love it when he's on the show because he is like the disordered eating woman in all of us, you know, but he's a man and it's it's just cool to hear a man's perspective on it and to see that men struggle with this too. But Jared is like still in the throes of dealing with and trying to like teach himself and, 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 you know, work on himself basically. And I also think he's, he's, you know, Jared's vain. I'm vain too. Like I, you know, some of us are more vain than others. I think if you were to compare how vain Jared is to how vain uh, Sammy is, it's like, you know, it's, it's very different, right? Like Jared is extremely vain, whereas Sammy is not as vain. Uh, And, and again, I think a lot of that does come from self-work and not obsessing about yourself constantly. But I, I also think, you know, Jared is out on the stage. He's being seen. He's, you know, he's seeing himself on camera and he's judging himself. He's also single, you know, single and ready to mingle. So he's out on the dating scene. He wants to look his best. He wants to feel his best. He wants to be attractive and get like this, you know, who knows what the hell he's looking for, but you know, he's looking for like the Holy grail of women, I think. And so, you know, so I think he cares in many different ways, whereas like Sammy has her husband, she's settled, she's happy, you know, it's, it's different. Um, and so, you know, so, you know, Sammy talked about integrating the negative stuff, but like she, she like, she, you know, she's able to like kind of step outside it now and understand and like, look at the unhealthy things that are said. And, you know, and then Jared's like, well, what's the alternative, right? You know, tiptoeing around each other, you know, not so. So he's basically saying the alternative to what my family does is this family structure that like doesn't say what they want to say and tiptoes around each other's emotions. And, you know, and I get that a tiny bit because so my mom's side of the family is much more reserved. You know, she's... um I mean, she's she's the Jewish part, but she's also English. So English people tend to be a little bit more reserved, I think. Um, and she certainly is. Uh, and, you know, my mom was a social worker. So and she also was the president of like the largest mental health agency in Maine for many years. And so she understands the importance of mental health. She understands um, you know, not wanting to hurt our feelings, basically. She's she's just a really sensitive mom. And, you know, I think she's seen what saying the wrong thing can do. And, you know, she told me that she remembers every single comment a person ever made on her body. I can't remember whether she said a person or a man, but the point is, is she remembers the comments that were every single comment through her entire life that were was ever made about her body. And so I think growing up like that, grow, like seeing how she was spoken to, seeing, 
and also understanding, you know, mental health. She, she never, you know, when I, no matter what weight I was, no matter what my skin looked like, no matter, she just showed us love and, and, and supported us and made us feel like we're beautiful, even though we looked heinous sometimes, you know, so I do think that that helped me develop good self-esteem. I mean, trust me, I have my own insecurity issues and all kinds of stuff I'm working on. But, uh, but I, you know, when you compare like what, what Sam, Sammy and Jared had to experience for comments and, you know, my mom just not, would never say those things. So, uh, you know, I think all of us struggle in a little bit of a different way. And I think some of us struggle more because of things that were said to us as children from our parents. So anyway, so he, but so basically what he did say though, is that he, he, he likes his family dynamic overall and he likes the squabbles. He sees them as funny now. So that was where I finally got my answer. I'm like, okay, so he, he does look at this with humor now and he's not like, he's not like hating on his parents. I mean, you can tell he's very close to his parents anyway, but so anyway, uh, and then Sammy talked about, you know, would we do, well, she talked about basically that, you know, trying to like almost like justify the the parent side and put the, put herself in the parent's perspective and that like this was said to them, you know, they, they don't really know a lot better. You know, this is what they said back in the day, but we're growing up in a, in a much different time and we're aware that those things shouldn't be said. And, you know, parents were just much harsher back then. And, you know, her mom would say, you know, you look heavy and, or Jared, no, Jared said that that's something his mom would say. Like his mom would be the first to comment and say, you know, you look skinny or you look heavy. Um, and Sammy's would too, she said, you know, and she, she talked about how her husband Avi's family is more like the reserve type that tiptoes around each other and, you know, doesn't say anything to hurt each other's family. She's like, everyone's so supportive of each other. You know, they're, and and it's funny, Jared trying to like understand this dynamic. It was like so foreign to him. He's like, what do you like send each other emojis? Or it was just, it was very cute. Um, But, you know, I see it as like, kind of like my mom is, you know, my, my sister is, is, is very sensitive too. And she, she's much more sensitive about things that I'm not sensitive about so like I you know like whereas I could tell my mom all like I, I always told my mom my entire dating life whereas my sister was like super super secretive about it so you know there is a different dynamic there and I do I am a little bit more careful with what I say to my sister because she can take things very personally um but anyway I just think that overall I think our family dynamic I relate a little bit more to what Sammy described Avi's her husband's family being like um, just being very like overtly kind to one another and supportive versus like tearing them down with snide comments and and again I don't think that Jared's family is coming off in in with malintent it just sounds like they just have this this dynamic you know that's probably taught to them as children and so <clears throat> so Sammy shared the story which I thought was really interesting. She said that um, she was, you know, she needed to go take pictures for a campaign. And it was this like nap dress that she was trying to, to like photograph for her Instagram and promote a little bit. And so her mom, she took her mom with her to take, to take pictures. And I apparently like when her mom was going through them, she's like, Nope, that ankle. Nope. You have a chin. Nope. Arm doesn't look good. And Sammy, you know, Sammy, it sounds like handled it really well. She's like, oh my God. Like just like she couldn't believe that she was hearing her mom say that so flippantly without a care in the world as if those weren't harsh things to say or not hurtful things to say. And I think Sammy just was able to like step outside of it all and look at it non-emotionally because she's grown so much and it didn't trigger her, you know, like it maybe would have in the past. And, you know, and she's just like, that's my mom. And my mom, you know, she doesn't mean to be like, she doesn't mean to tear me down. She doesn't mean to be super judgmental. She's like saying it as a matter of fact, as like, this is just not a flattering picture. You know, there's, 
there's much better pictures in here. And, you know, Jared was just kind of under, Jared was like, why would you ever go shopping with your Jewish mom? (laughs) It's like, that sounds like a friggin' nightmare. And, you know, it's, he was just laughing because he, you know, from his perspective, he's like, that is not something I would do. Uh, Although actually it turns out it is something he does because he then shared his own shopping trauma (laughs) a little bit later, which I'll get to. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sammy, Sammy's like, I don't have Stockholm syndrome. She's like, my mom is just, that's just her. And, you know, she's not trying to be hurtful to me. Um, and so, so anyway, you know, and, and Jared was like, look, he's like families, you know, they'll be the first to like zoom in on your skin and be like, what's that pimple? Why do you have that pimple? You know, like, it's your fault. Again, I didn't grow up with that. I think if I, like, I had that with this ex-boyfriend that I had who was like, he did that to me. He's like, look at your skin. He's like, you got to get out of the sun. I'm actually grateful that he got me out of the, out of the tanning beds. This is like, you know, a decade ago when tanning beds were still a thing. And, um, but he would like compare the quality of our skin and he just made me so like down on myself. Like I wasn't young enough. I needed to do anti-aging. I needed to do Botox. I needed just, but it was, but it was these comments that he would make that made me feel less than. So I get it from like a relationship perspective that I was in. I never got it from my family. So I can't imagine, you know, having, having that as part of like my inner voice growing up. Um, but anyway, so, so then, you know, she was just, she was talking about, let's see his mom, getting back to Jared. Um, he was talking about how his mom like loves to shop for people. She gets this high. Sammy was like, we should all hang out. Our families would love each other. <laughs> She's like, they could be great friends. Uh, but Jared shared how like, you know, back in the day, he's like, you know, his mom would always, you know, take him shopping. And it was either, you know, for a high holiday where you'd have to get measured for something. Or, you know, if you if you're losing weight, it's like, oh, we got to go get you some new clothes. You're so thin. You've lost all this weight. It was like a, it was this prize. Whereas if you had gained weight, you know, he's like, then you're a disappointment and you have to like go get, you know, go and you're forced to buy new clothes because you've like let yourself go and you've gained all this weight. And so, you know, he has this trauma of going into department stores with his mom, trying on clothes and then, and then has having his mom like not just take no for an answer. Like Jared is is looking at himself in the mirror when he's trying on pants or trying on a t-shirt and he is just like picking himself apart. Like, I don't like this t-shirt because you can see my man. I don't like this t-shirt because, you know, it's too broad on the shoulders and it looks like I'm wearing a dress. Like, you know, he's he's very particular about how things fit him because that's how he'll feel at his best. But he doesn't want to have to like break it all down to his mom. He's, you know, he's so he he talks about this this like trauma that he has and how you know he what he'd love to do is is have a custom tailored shirt every single day and you know Sammy's just like um hello business idea like create this yourself and I mean this is like me messaging Jared and being like you need to start a, a podcast about dieting <laughs> and again you know so many people have so many business ideas for Jared I actually do think that's very smart like if you you know, I'm sure there's other guys with his body type that would like to buy that shirt that he makes. So I could see somebody going on Shark Tank with that. Anyway, um, but, you know, Sammy tried to ask this question, which I thought was a really good question. And I wish that I wish I wish again, I wish I wish there was a little bit more digging into the history. But she said, was your mom a dieter or naturally thin? And Jared's like, we're all dieters. You know, it's, we've, he's like, I've always been that last 10 pounds away. He's like, we, we've always been the type, the family that is trying to eat as much possible, um, but also feel like we're dieting. And, you know, and, and Sammy related to that. She's like, cause that's how she used to be. She used to be that, that girl that was trying to get that last 10 pounds down to, to have that like society approved thin body. Right. And, and she's like, and, and again, she's gotten to such a good, healthy place that she doesn't have to 
she doesn't have to torture herself over that last 10 pounds anymore. And she's like, look, as someone who's gained a lot since she only wanted to lose that last 10 pounds, she's like, I look back at that time and she's like, I didn't need to lose 10 pounds back then, you know? And, and Taylor Strucker says that all the time on her show. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I look back when at like my, my, my pictures at my wedding or, or when I, you know, you know, six months after my wedding, when I thought I'd like gained so much weight and she's like, I was a peanut. I was tiny. I did not have to torture myself back then. I did not have to mentally tear myself down back then. And I think that's like what this whole like intuitive eating thing is about too, is like not always trying to be on a diet, not trying to lose that 10 pounds that you'll never get to. It's like live in a body that is comfortable for you so that you can enjoy food and enjoy life. So I get that, you know, it's, it is, but I, I get that if you're the type like Jared, who's beating yourself up like crazy, that's where you shouldn't, you, you know, that that's not a good place to be. You know, you like, I eat like crap sometimes, but I don't like, I don't sit there and dwell on it the next day. I just get on with my day and I just have a healthier day Um, or not. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not like this mental trauma and, and beating myself up constantly. So, so anyway, you know, Jared talked about how pictures are emotional. Drink one sec. And... And I will say he's right. You know, he he looks back. He said there was this picture of him at the Jersey Shore. And he's like, he looked good in that picture. He's like, that is a good picture of me. He's like, but I remember being there at that Jersey Shore and feeling like I have to get my shit together, you know. And so it is interesting. Like, And, and people used to come in <clears throat> to to the weight loss clinic again, after they had seen a picture of themselves. So I I get what Jared's saying. It's like, you see a picture of yourself and you're like, whoa, is that me? You know, especially if you have gained a lot of weight, that is what motivates people sometimes or the thought of having to be in pictures for like a wedding or something and and wanting to lose because of that. And especially if you don't recognize yourself anymore. Um, But there's a big difference between like having gained a hundred pounds and wanting to, you know, get back to a healthy weight um, or, you know, a, 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 and healthy weight but um you know and 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 feeling like oh I just have that last 10 pounds to lose so it's you know Sammy wanted to know you know at what point did you feel like your body didn't meet social standards was it college was it middle school like how far back do you remember having body issues is basically her question and he just he says he remembers really always thinking about it he remembers he was at the gym at 13 you know, why not go play? He's like, I remember having to go to a nutritionist. And he's like, there was just never a a good answer to the problem, partly because he wasn't in control of his own life at that point. Like he wasn't out shopping for himself. You know, now that he's has his own money, you know, has has the ability to structure his day, has the ability to go to an expert of his choosing, which was, you know, this this RD that he's working with Alex. Um, you know, but he, you know, from a very young age, he remembers being conscious about it. And again, if you're, if you grow up with a mom that's dieting, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like when I really thought about my weight, I think, I honestly think one of the first times was when, when my grandfather made that comment about me needing to lose weight. I just, it, it came out of nowhere. I was like, I need to lose weight. Like, I don't get that. Um, that was at like 13, but I, I do remember and actually, it was after that point, too. It's interesting because I I did like I was playing field hockey back then, but it wasn't until after that comment that I started going out for like additional runs, like I'd get home from practice and then go out for another run. So it is interesting how people's like societies and, and even just like your family's comments, you know, at, at, at difficult ages, like 13 is a difficult age to hear something like that because you're already dealing with so many emotions and hormones and blah, 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 that I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so, so yeah, so Jared is, is happy now that he's more in control of his own destiny with food. Um, he was talking about how, you know, he wrote something on his uh, Instagram about, you know, he wants things to be natural. He wants things to be organic, but it's, it's, it's not about that. He's like, I just want to know if I can eat 500 of them. And a woman like 
flagged him for that and and you know and and basically kind of tore him down for talking about you know calories and and how that's not a good way to like you know restrict yourself or or plan for meals and he's just like whatever he's like f you like i can say and and feel however i want and you know i actually do think that this is important like if you're somebody that does need quantity and you need to feel full you know that is a good thing to to bring to your dietitian like hey i need things that i can eat in bulk that also will help me maintain my weight and and that's where like good whole foods you know come in because you can eat so many more you know vegetables and whole foods if that's you're not adding in the processed shit um and so you know he's just like don't judge me like this is me i'm doing me you do you uh and i i think that's a that's that's well said um you know sammy was kind of talking about like you know how you know how early were you put on a diet and sammy was was doing weight watchers at 12 so you know that must have come from her mother she didn't really talk as much again i wish they talked a little bit more about their parents and really dug into a lot more about what was said and 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 things they used to do and ways they used to eat as children or you know things they their parents used to cook for them and and again where did that come from like did they ever ask their parents like did they what, what were their grandparents like uh, it'd just be really curious about all that. But, you know, Jared only went to a nutritious, tr- nutritionist once as a child, um, you know, but but he he says, you know, like as a family, you know, we would have these like collective weight loss goals, but we would still have the bad habits where, I, you know, you would have Chinese on the Sunday or the Italian on the Friday or whatever, you know, Sammy did. Italian on Sunday and Chinese on Friday, but she said that when they were dieting, the order would go, would be like steamed chicken and steamed broccoli and like the chicken cutlet without the, the, the pasta with it. And Jared's like, yeah, you're basically taking away all happiness. (laughs) And Sammy's like, yeah, she's like, everybody ignored the salad and ate the delicious stuff like the pasta and the cutlets. Uh, you know, and, and just, you know, you can't be miserable. And Jared was talking about that, you know, even though you you don't need every meal to be special, you know, but you know some 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 meals it it is food is fuel, right? Um, and that's okay, uh, you know. But then he talked about how, <clears throat> you know, he talked about how he was in the situation where he had he'd gone on a date, finishes the date, it's like eleven p.m. It's before a show. He's like a midnight show again. Jared has a crazy schedule. Um, and so he was trying to find like the perfect, healthy, delicious food. And so he ends up at this place that he gets a grilled chicken pita. It's, it's kind of healthy. You know, he, he could have stopped there, but then felt sad about it. You know, is this all I'm going to get till tomorrow? You know, but you know, look, he's got three shows he's drinking. He ends up, you know, he has some wine. He ends up ordering falafel. And that's, I mean, that's, that's healthy too. I mean, that's, I actually think that that's a good choice before a show. Maybe he did need to eat a little bit more to really be full, but he's like, I, what I need to get through to my own brain is that like after that meal, I'm not like on a deserted island starving to death. I'm fine, you know, and be okay with that. He's like, but my mentality just doesn't let me get there. And, you know, Sammy, Sammy, again, because Sammy, Sammy relates to that in her past self, where she understands that that comes from decades of dieting, where you feel like you're gonna never get it again. And she's like, but she also is the type that she does want that side of fries. She does want the ice cream after, you know, she's never going to be okay with just vegetables and protein. She needs that little bit of indulgence. I get that when I'm going out to dinner. Like if I'm paying good money for a meal when I'm out, I need to enjoy that meal. I don't want to just get a salad. I don't want to just get protein and vegetables. Like I'm, that's me when I'm going out to dinner. Now, when I'm home, I will eat just the salad or I will eat the salmon with the pesto and have that just be my meal. Because again, I'm just eating, trying to just eat clean and light at home. Um, But yeah, if I'm out, there's, it's got to be delicious. Uh, and, and Jared was just talking about how emotional this is. You know, it's like, he's like, the falafel is fine, but then there's got to be pizza later. 
you know, and then he's mad at himself the next day. So, you know, he talks about the spiral that he's in and, you know, it's, it's, doesn't seem to be, you know, it's, it's something that causes him, it seems like a lot of mental anguish. He talks about how, you know, when he was growing up with his brother, his brother did like wake up after a night of drinking and just be like, uh, today's a wash. Let's just order in all day long. And they would just order all the, like the shittiest food possible. And, and instead of just having a little bit more balance and maybe, okay, like sleeping in, having an indulgent breakfast, but then, you know, maybe not, just letting the entire day go. Again, what Jared is talking about is having a little bit of balance versus just, you know, throwing the whole day away. Um, and, and, and I, again, I, again, I relate to Sammy with this and I relate to Jared, like it's pleasurable to eat. You know, it gets you through the hours. It's like, I'm, you know, I relate to them in that I'm always going to be that person that just loves to eat. I love to, I love the sensation of chewing I like it. Uh, I like to taste things. I'm just really passionate about food. And I'll always be that person. And I do like to look forward to a delicious meal. I like that excitement. Uh, You know, Sammy was talking about how like the intuitive eating, it just kind of takes that excitement away. So I don't know if I ever want that excitement to go away. But, um, but, you know, Jared talked about how he's not the type of drunk that gets angry. He's like, I am an eating drunk. And I'm the same way. I'm, I'm someone that needs, if I've been drinking, I need to eat, then I need to go to bed. And I can't go to bed until I've had, until my belly's full. And, um, you know, Jared talked about, you know, the, so, well, he shared this hilarious story about after the show one time, he was like traveling, he was like in the middle of nowhere. And he, you know, he gets to, to, it's like 2 a.m. And, you know, he's he's had the show. He had his dinner. He had a bunch of drinks. He, you know, but then he gets home. It's like 2 a.m. And he's got to order Seamless. He needs that fried chicken, you know. And so he, then he starts to watch the car from Seamless. Like, he sees it go to the restaurant. And then he sees the order canceled. And he's just, like, fuming because he, like, needs his fix. And Sammy's like, yeah, it's like you getting your drugs. And he's like, yeah. So he goes back to searching. It's now 3 a.m. He sees there's a McDonald's. So this 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 is where Jared and I differ. Like, I'm way too lazy <laughs> to do this, what Jared did. Um, I get it. This is what I would want to do in my mind, but I would not actually go and do this because, I'm, again, I'm way too lazy and I don't want anyone to see me. And I'm scared of some of these interactions he had. So anyway, so he starts searching. He sees this this McDonald's. He runs there in his, just runs down the street. And I don't think this is like a really bad area, but still it's like 3 a.m. And so he sees this, you know, this homeless woman that's like outside screaming, poor poor lady, but you know, she's, she's, you know, really loud. He's like, he ends up walking around or he gets to the side door at McDonald's. It's locked. He goes around. He's like, oh, he, he realizes that it's only allowing drive through. So then he's like, okay, I'll go stand in the drive through lane. <laughs> and so he's like trying to order, but then he's like, I don't think it, it recognizes me because I'm not a car. So he's like going back. He's like, hello, hello. He's like stepping on this, the car sensor, trying to order. And then the homeless woman comes back and he's like freaking out because she's near him. And he's trying to get her away. And he's like, these McDonald's people are going to think we're together and they're not going to serve me. And he just sees that like, this is not happening. Like the McDonald's people are not going to serve him, not in a car. And I'm just dying right now. I'm just like, this is an insane story. So he ends up going home and ordering, ordering McDonald's from Uber Eats. And he's like, I was so happy when he, when I got it, but I was so mad the next day. And he's like, and then the next day you're mentally down. He's like, you're trying not to have bread with breakfast because you had seven Whoppers. And he's just like, it's, it's this crazy, you know, mental beat down on himself. And, you know, and Sammy's like, look, when you have this level of obsession with food, it's hard to be like, quote unquote, good because the flip side of not having the obsession is you don't have the excitement around food. So, you know, again, it's, it's, 
there's a type of person and Sammy, myself, Jared, like we're all the same people. And I'm anybody that enjoys this podcast is also a foodie and also really enjoys food. And, you know, like we get this level of obsession and that's why it's, it's hard. That's why I think at least some of us, right. Sammy's no longer in this mentality where she wants to like get to a lower weight and maintain that weight. I am. I still, as much as I love food, I do still want to maintain a weight that I feel really good at. And so that's why I'm diet obsessed. (laughs) Um, but, you know, and, and Jared will most likely be that, too, because he's very vain like I am. So he wants to maintain a, a lower, you know, a weight that he feels good at. And he does want to lose, you know, he's probably been at that ideal weight for him. And it was really hard to stay there. But he, like, remembers how good it felt and how good he looked in his T-shirts. And so, you know, so he's he's always striving for that. Anyway, um, you know. He just, to sum it all up, you know, Jared's like, look, I'm not going to be the guy that eats half the burger. I'm going to eat the whole burger. I'm going to have the fries and I'm going to dip the fries in both ketchup and mayo. And it's, again, that's what this is, this podcast is all about. It's like knowing yourself, knowing what you need. You know, it sounds like Jared's taking steps to, you know, to work through some of those issues. I mean, I think that he... I think he could probably learn some things from the intuitive dieting movement, but I also understand that other side of him that is constantly wanting to lose weight. So I, you know, I see both sides of, of Jared's struggle and I, I love, I love hearing about it. I just, I'm fascinated by it. Again, I hope he comes on this podcast one day. Um, So anyway, so that's the review of DST and, um, you know, Jared is a comedian on You Up. So Diet Starts Tomorrow is a Betches Media podcast. I just want to give them credit since I, you know, use all their great content they create to create my own content. Uh, but I just really enjoy the show. And, um, you know, Jared is at Jared Freed on Instagram. So go follow him. I, I am wanting to see one of his comedy shows because he supposedly talks about his weight loss journeys and stuff during his shows. So I'm, I'm definitely want to check that out. Uh, we do have a couple good um, episodes coming up. We do have another uh, DST review. I promise I'll throw in some different ones as well. But I, I just I think they have good topics. And I don't do every single episode. I really do cherry pick like the ones that resonate with me. Um, so we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, I am I think I'm going to try to try CrossFit soon. So I'll be doing a review on that. Uh, my mom's coming into town soon and we're going to Miraval. So that's going to be a great experience and episode. Uh, so lots of good stuff coming. Uh, please uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Diet Obsessed Podcast. Uh, if you want me to share anything, share stories. Um, if you relate to any of these topics or you have your own ideas for topics of what you'd like to hear about, I'd love you to share them. Uh, please uh subscribe to the Diet Obsessed podcast. Please go down to the very bottom and leave some stars. Uh, Leave a review. Some of you have been very kind to leave reviews and I really, really appreciate it. It does make a huge difference uh, to us people producing podcasts. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, And until we meet again, I hope all of you have a very balanced week.